Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 44 of the Seam Sketchy Podcast. I'm Kyle Bray alongside... Carl G. Baz Baz and Kyle. Kyle, we made it to the White Mamba numbers. 44, baby. Brian Scowl, the best pink diamond in NBA 2K20, my team, Brian Scowl. We got Ben Wallace, but, like, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, well, but you you pair, you take that Brian Scowl and you put him with Opal Caruso, you get Opal Brian Scowl, bro. Disgusting. Disgusting. disgusting that's that's my that's my two and my three and my starting five oh, right there shout out to 2k market crash we're like we're getting some <laughs> nice cards right now yeah no dude I, it was ridiculous i was looking at the all the cards that alec dropped like 200k on to get uh was it ray allen all of them you can get for like 50k bro. it's crazy now but i just gotta do one more of the paul pierce challenges and i have an all opal starting lot five so like, there you go man i see i'll technically have one just because i have the brian scowl dynamic duo so mm, it makes him an opal yeah. but he's technically a pink diamond well he's not tech he is a pink diamond but he's yeah. technically an opal so well we should just but, be a 2k we should just be a 2k <laughs> podcast bro we should do a 2k episode that'd be pretty fun just talk about Literally. our best uh, moments budget in quarantine best like best moments of 2k in quarantine that's all we've been playing best moments of 2k in quarantine would be garo talking trash because he scored like five points to start off a prime game and then him trying to come at me when i had a double bubble bro but I'm a, being I'm like a, being like I'm what have you done rating. i'm like you're like what have what have you done i'm like i have a double double bro you're you I'm 80 rated i'm 80 rated. and I'm my player get your money up not your funny up <laughs> oh wow <laughs> okay Kyle, what are we talking about today <laughs> Uh, about, yo, if you if you know what that video is from, uh, just hit us up. You get it. I'll give you a free bass sticker. Good <laughs> facts. Well, today we're gonna be talking about Baz, the yes. new drop, because we both worked on it and it was fun. Uh, we mm-hmm. want to talk about that a little bit, and then we're gonna continue our series of reviewing albums from 2020 that we. I guess th- this one we technically didn't miss. Like I think this came out two weeks Last ago, week. so it's just a little delayed. It came out the same week as uh, Alfredo. Okay. Yeah, but we did. We just didn't get a chance to do it because we already had a couple other things lined up. So we're gonna be talking about RTJ four, Run the Jewels four by Run the Jewels, the duo of Killer Mike and LP. Uh, and yeah, so we're gonna talk about that album, and we're probably gonna continue that trend, uh, talking about a couple more albums that we uh, have missed in twenty twenty. Going back and to get those, unless anything else drops this week, I don't know if anything is supposed no to idea. be coming. I'm trying to think of like what's the what's the album that's coming in July that we were both looking forward to. Joji? No. He's he's dropping in July. We'll probably review that then. It's because of this yeah. now. All right, yeah, but so should we get into the episode? Let's do it. Garo, we're back, and Baz Studios is back. Mm, yes, your your uh, clothing uh, or co- collective, creative collective that uh, yeah. that I work with are back. The mm-hmm. summer calligraphy collection is out now. Yeah, um, and I feel we should talk a little bit about that because we've been teasing it at the end of our shows a lot. It's out now. You got two shirts, shorts, and a toad. It's your first like collection. I love yeah. doing it. I lo- I remember when you first showed me the design. I thought it was really cool. Uh, design done by Alex Suranyan, my good friend. And I I was like this is great and like the energy that we had leading up to it like it felt like 
the when we did season four, which is still my favorite, which was the uh, which is the the car oh. shirts. That was always been my favorite season, and like just like the energy of that photo shoot was just so fun. And it, I don't know, it, it, it felt cool to be back out like d- doing this again. Mm. Yeah, man. I mean, it's been like over a year since I really dropped anything past. I did the hats, but let's let's. That's more of like a. I just wanted to make a hat for me. Besides the point. Yeah, yeah it's, it was, it's a nice uh, hat. I have it up there. I wear yeah, it sometimes. It's a, it's a great. I wear it all the time. It's I'm not a, a big trucker thing. hat guy though. Bro, I love it. Um, but yeah, uh, it's great for the summer. That's why I like them a lot. That's true. But this is it. This is the first like release under Bass Studios after I made the name change and after I just like took a step back from doing Bass and wanted to release stuff that I actually like. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, this was an original idea that I've literally wanted to do since the beginning. Granted, I never did it because I don't have like the the skill to, to create this design, design. Um, and I did and I didn't want to like butcher it and like make it bad because it wasn't worth that. So it wasn't until I, I hit up my friend Alec, who's a graphic designer um, at at a student on Instagram. Um, I told him my idea. Yeah, shout out he, him. Shout out him. Um, and I told him my idea, and he pretty much executed it. like we got it done like within a week. And it was crazy. I didn't, like I was really surprised that we got it done that quick. Um, pretty much in regards to the design, it's based off of uh, an old Armenian calligraphy called Tuchnakiri, which is um, it's a mix of like this use of like birds and like um, colorful stitching and like nature. Like it's all infused like into its own font, um, and it comes from originally. You know, most of the kids when they go to Armenia, they go to this market, this flea market called like Vernissage, and usually. This like main table that everybody talks about is this guy is it's a, it's, a, it's not one person that does it. It's usually like a yeah. different person, but it's the same thing. Basically, they'll write your name in this cool font, and everybody would buy it and bring it home and hang it over their bed when they were you have a kid. One. I have one, yeah. Um, but it's yeah. So I, I wanted to just like kind of freak it and make my own uh, rendition of that, and it came out great. You know, I mean, not the rollout that I initially wanted. Like we, this is. This has been done. We like, did our best. <laughs> I've had it was great. It was great, but I've had the the items ready since March before, like right when quarantine hit. The my product came in, and the original like run or rollout was going to be okay. Suffolk was doing like its own like student led fashion show, and I was going to display the work there, build attraction like that, and then boom, release it from there. Um, that didn't happen. Um, that's when COVID happened. And, you know, we basically, I put it all on pause. Um, I didn't want to release it right then and there because I, we couldn't get a lookbook going. We were still in like heavy lockdown. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to wait a little bit and I was like, why don't I just wait till like May or June? And then that's pretty much what happened. Kyle and I got together, shot it, you know, kept it very, um, post COVID vibes, you know, yeah. no, uh, models just out in the woods. Well, there was what you were in it. You're for one shot. My 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 massive biceps yeah. in that one. Well, shot. it's funny but, though uh, because for a while before we even did the lookbook, it was our first ever video that we did. The bag, it's still it's in this shot too. You could see it in the background. Um, oh, yeah. When we posted our first ever video content, and I remember uh, at first after we did it, I was like, "Oh shit, it, that's going to be there did. the whole time. Are we still going to be able to do it?" um but uh, i mean it ended up working out i mean we, we yeah, said it was like an i'm sure people at the time didn't really think much of it yeah they don't think they're really looking at it, or at least i hope not but yeah i mean i released it today june 17th um and i couldn't be happier it's selling well 
people are really enjoying it and um it's giving me new hope into yeah. doing this you know for the longest time i was just like kind of eh about it like i was just like this bad stuff is like kind of getting old but no nah, it's definitely like reignited the fire you know oh yeah totally and then, yeah. hey june 17th pretty big day you go back uh, this is the day that the big three won the title in 08. So yep. another shout out for Whoa. Brian Scow there. Brian Scow gets his ring. Also should have been the day that the Celtics won in 2010, but obviously the referees had another idea. Um, but, you know, hey, good for Kobe. Rest in peace. Uh, it's also happy. Kendrick Lamar's birthday. So happy birthday, King Kendrick. Happy birthday. Be dropping tomorrow. But the day that we're recording is the 17th because we had to push it back a day. And yeah. Kendrick Lamar's birthday today, so happy birthday, Kendrick. You know, of course, we're both big Kendrick guys. Happy birthday, K-Dot. And, bro, that this is meant to be. This, this is not a coincidence. Dude, this he's going to have an album this year. He has to have an album this bro. year. Dude, it's, it's got to drop come. it this week for his birthday. Fuck it. Facts. That's facts. I have a feeling we're going to get, like, a November album from him. Oh, November. All right. Well, Take me back to November. That, bro, what is your November? Oh, bro, classic yeah, review of Flower Boy. <laughs> Did we even review it? No, because we weren't doing it then. It was a year that came out. Th- that came out twenty seventeen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So now we, we we this wasn't even a thought at the time because yeah. we started in eighteen. But well, hey. now we're talking about an album that that did come out that we want to talk to actually, and it came out early too. Um, it was it dropped it the yeah. Wednesday before it was supposed to come out. Run the Jewels is RTJ4. It's the fourth album from the uh, the duo of Killer Mike and LP. A great, great duo. This is their. Yeah. Uh, I've only see, I have no, I actually still have never listened to their first album, but I remember in like my senior high school, I was super obsessed with Run the Jewels because that's when RTJ3 had just dropped, and I went back. I, I listened to that. I went back and listened to RTJ2, and then I saw them uh, at Boston Calling that year, and they mm. were awesome. They were they were great just because like they're just the, they just give off that really like fun angry angsty hardcore hip hop vibe they got these cool beats that make you just want to like throw your head the mosh pit at the at that was humongous humongous because yeah. like that's the type of like, like this is like rager music like you get hype and you get like pissed off listening to this song it makes it's, it, this music it makes sense that like uh was it Zach Zach De La Rocha is on so many of these songs the guy from uh are on he's on two of their albums. Um, the guy from Rage Against the Machine, because like that's kind of the mm. vibe they give off. They very, very much like a revolutionary, like fight the power, but like angry vibe. And they obviously continued that with uh, with this album. I mean, what, what sort of experience did you have with Run the Jewels before this? Uh, funny you say that. I've never listened to any Run the Jewels prior to this album. I know. I definitely that's... played. I definitely played you some of their songs. Probably. Just like, well, RTJ three yeah. was one of my favorite albums from 2016. Um, I didn't really do like a, a list back in 2016. Yeah, but I'm sure it would have been in my top ten, probably. You know how I really like listen to them off 2K 2K soundtrack. Yeah, off one of the songs that that's one of the songs from Run the Jewels three. Fire! I forget which what, song it is though. Is Run the Jewels three the one with the zombie hands? No, that's Run the Jewels one, one and two. One and oh. two, one and two, both have the zombie hands. The next one is like golden hands, and this one was like I don't even really know how to describe it. Like computer, it's like yeah, symmetric, it's kind of like it's like geometric, but it looks kind of metal, but also like wood. I don't know, but yeah, and they have the same logo, but, the, the gun and the fist, which is why yeah, in our fire. tweet I, about our thing being delayed, I 
I tried to do that with like the finger gun and the. That was good. Um, kind of worked actually. Yeah, it worked out good. But yeah, this was the first time I have ever listened to RTJ like an album. Um, I knew Killer Mike prior because he's a prominent figure in general. Yeah. But the other guy, LP. LP. Right? He's yeah. LP's LP's pretty cool. Like uh, they're I don't know the story about how they the, the two of them got together, but they were both just like very, very highly respected rappers, and then just like they got together and because they just like have really good chemistry and they just like make good music together. Um, Killer Mark's from Atlanta, and like mm-hmm. he's like it was huge there. And then LP was big in uh, New York, which is I, I feel like is also kind of a cool thing where they kind of blend their like Atlanta New York style together. LP he was cool so. because my the documentary I was watching, uh, the Hip Hop Evolution documentary. Shout out that documentary; it's on Netflix. Gotta watch that. He's in an episode where they're talking about like sort of like the revival of underground hip hop, and like he was very prominent in like the the street backpack cipher scene where they would just gather in parks and just like someone would beatbox and then you just had like dudes just spitting and LP was like one of like the, the OG people doing that. He's also just a great producer. Um, he act, And I, f- I found out this doing my final project for my film scoring class. He was originally supposed to film score, uh, film score, score the f- score, uh, the, the new Blade Runner movie that came out. Uh, wow. He was the original composer for that score, but they eventually, they just, they didn't want it, um, which I mean, sucks for him, but uh, I listened to a snippet of it and it sounded like it was pretty good, but yeah. So it, it's the Brendan the Jewels are just, they're a cool group because they they flow with each other. Well, um, they come from different backgrounds, but they seem to, they, they, they preach very similar messages. Yeah. And they also just like make just like good, just like sort of like you're in your car, you're bouncing back and forth music. Um, and, and that, that's exactly what they brought on here. I mean, was it LP did most pretty much pretty sure he produced every song on this. Yeah. His production was on point yet again, a lot of great mix of like their old hardcore hip hop styles. They had some songs that had really cool, like guitar bits on it. Like, mm-hmm. um, was it never look back? Um, and the, the one song that Ooh La La, which is the first single they released DJ premier produced that great stuff. Love Shout that. out premier. He's great. Yeah. I mean, for my first listen or introduction to them, like one thing that stood out, and I think most people will agree, the production is just phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Like it's so calculated and orchestrated so well that um, that automatically just like that, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like I get why people like them. Because I've heard great reviews. I've, many people have recommended me to listen to them. I just haven't, but I will. I want to go. Now, I mean, this makes you want to go back and listen to the other stuff. Like, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I haven't listened to RT, RTJ two or three in a while, but now, like, as we, I was talking about it earlier on the pod, I was thinking about it. I was like, "Crap, I should go back and listen to it." They, the one song, my favorite song with them, um, is, and this is the song like I remember when I saw them that banged yeah. live. It was "Close Your Eyes and Count to Fuck," features <laughs> uh, Zach De La Rocha from Rage Against the Machine. That's the other yeah. thing, Rage Against the Machine and Run the Jewels were supposed to be at Boston Calling this year too. This year. Summer. Yeah, this year, yeah. But I want to listen to Rage Against the Machine. What album do you recommend? Oh, they're so good. The the one with the, the the monk burning himself on the cover. I forget what that one's Fire. called. Fire. How about the one with the the Molotov getting lit? Um. Is that, is that? Hold on. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to pull up. The, there's another. There's one other one that's really good by them. Uh, Evil is Empire. Like, is that just like classic rock? No, it's 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 like revolutionary like punk rock type stuff very I much am. like very political and whatnot which is, is it ties a lot into very fitting yeah no i mean it ties a lot into um 
um, run the jewels. And that's why I feel like they have such a good relationship with uh, Zach De La Rocha, who's the lead singer of that. So let, let's, let's talk about the music now though. We've, we've spent a lot of talking about the group. Let's talk about the music. Um, individual oh, songs in this that really stood out to me. The, the, the feature list was, was not huge on this, but I did like to see on the song out of sight. I hadn't listened to a lot of two chains recently, but I thought, Two chains brought like a really oh. good verse on it. He dropped he an album. He dropped an album last year, but I don't think we listened to it. It was I think it was yeah. rapper um, go to the league was the name of it. Side note, yeah, I think you're right. Side note, that's one of the best album like titles. Like yeah. that's so good. Rapper go to the league. I love that. Um, yeah, I mean every feature brought it. I think two chains like two chains. When I two saw chains that name, great. when I saw the name, I'm like. I don't know how he's gonna fit into this, really, but he, he did. He did. He killed it. Like he hey, to, to to bring back two K now. Whenever I see his name, I think of just the one. Like, was it the Ariana Grande song he features on? And um, or, no, or no, no, no. I think that's his song. Ariana Grande features on it. Where he yeah. just goes two chains at the beginning. I mean, dude, he was Bro. like everything in like 2014, 15. You could not escape. What's your What's your favorite two chain song? Oh, I don't even know. I haven't listened to two chains in so long, bro. Mine's Mine's birthday song with him and Kanye. That's pretty bro, good. Like, when I die, bury me inside the Louis Star. Wow, bro. That's such a good song. That's a good one. But, so do you want to just like, I thought we are like rambling off like random stuff and, and not talking about RTJ. Yeah. What, you want to say top three off rip? Or you want to go? I mean, we track? can. I mean, I kind of saw like, I, I, I thought it was interesting. They had like kind of a cool concept to this with the idea of the Yan- Yankee and the Brave. It's just like the two of them being like, they're these oh. like two guys on the run. Like the opening song and the closing song, which were both, I think, like the two, like the Yankee and the Brave songs, were two, two I think, of the most standout songs, especially the last yeah. one. Like Killer Mike's verse on the last song is incredible. He's talking about like his relationship with his mom, like him being a father. Uh, you know, yeah. society at large. And I mean, and that's a big thing. It's like this album, I feel like came out at the perfect time. Like they dropped yeah. it early because of everything that was going on with the Black Lives Matter movement and whatnot, because they knew like, this was like music that would like fit the movements. So they're like, hey, we're going to give you guys, there's a lot of shits going down right now and this sucks. So we're going to give you this, like listen to this and like vent and just like, just rage, listen to this. And like the, the craziest part I think about that was, I forget which song it was, but he had, killer mike has a line where he says i can't breathe yeah. and that was recorded i believe like a year before any of this happened like it sounds really? like this it sounds like this album and, and that sort of just speaks to like the whole the broad situation of what everyone's protesting how it's not just like a now thing like this has been going on for a while like this album felt like it could have been made like last week as far as content wise mm. goes but it wasn't it was made a while back well i think isn't the i can't breathe from like eric Garner? Eric Garner, yeah. Well, so, yeah. so that's that's probably what he was referencing when he said that. Okay. But then you know, like I think I think this album dropped like four or five days after George Floyd's death, and that was you know what he said when he died as well. So it's it's kind of just eerie how he recorded that that line. Well, he recorded the line in the song so long before that actually happened, and then it gets released right after that. It's just it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and the, I mean, the, they talk about a lot of like the same subject matter that they normally talk about, like revolution, liberation, you know, like hating the police and whatnot. You know, I love the song on, on Yankee and the Brave. They're talking about uh, talking about ducking from the cops. And he's like, uh, uh, Killer Mike is a one line where he's like, we even we even sh- shot a cop, but I found out that he killed a little black kid. So we didn't cry about it. Uh, huh. And then, yeah, I mean, like, so, so it was pretty much like if you've listened to RTJ before and you know what they rap about, like they, they bring exactly the same message, the same 
politics, the same sort of just like great witty bars. There's yeah. some, there's some funny, funny bars on this too. Mm. Um, I guess, so what, what sort of, what song stood out to you? Um, yeah. Before I get to that side note, do you think like Yankee and the Brave is a reference to like LP being from New York and then. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty Atlanta sure. Brave? Yeah. Because like, yeah, Atlanta Braves and the Yankees. Yeah. yeah that, that's, that's what I assumed cool. it was. Well, I was just like, well, I didn't even think about the Braves. I didn't think of a, the Atlanta Atlanta. Braves. I just knew that Yankee had to be LP because he's like from New York and I'm he pretty yeah. sure he wears Yankee hats all the time. So like it <laughs> makes sense for him to be the Yankee. And I kind of liked like that uh that whole like concept they have of like them two like on the literally. Run. I mean, songs I liked, Ooh La La, bro. LP's oh, like so the good. on that. Ooh la la, bro. So, so good. good. That's LP, right? That says that's that's I don't know. That. I don't know. But I whoever I think up. it's him. Um yeah, he just kills it. Like that's one of like that's one of the best chorus off choruses off of this album. So catchy, so like good. And they, and, they like, love they love like saying that. like "Run the Jewels" and RTJ, where it's just like "Ooh la la RTJ." Yeah, oh yeah, that was um, yeah no that was that was LP. Nice, and Greg. Nice. nice. Second one of my that that stood out to me a lot, just with Pharrell. Bro, oh Pharrell, yeah, man, oh that song was Pharrell. awesome. Pharrell was great on that. Learning economics. Bro. Um, what's the chorus? It? It's like, look at all these slave messes. Um, look, uh, on uh, posing on your dollar. Yeah, no, that's posing that. That's a great lyric. That that's is a, a bar. Great, that's a great chorus, and yeah, so so topical. And literally, yeah, no, I mean that song too. Okay. That, that song too was just awesome. Pharrell, Pharrell was great. I wonder did Pharrell produce on this track at all? Let me see. Um, let me tell you. I can tell you right now, sir. Uh, no, he didn't. Oh, I can't Interesting. Tell you. He didn't. Okay, um, I, other than that, I mean, yeah, I did like the two chain song a lot, but ho- holy column of fuck, fire. Yeah, no, that was good. Fire. Uh, I, I, that has a little beat switch in the middle of that song too, which I thought was great. I think for me, probably my three favorites would have been uh, the the opening song, the closing song, and then just with the money sign in the middle. I think like the the storytelling on the first two tracks is fantastic, and then just like sort of the messaging on just is great too. Um, yeah. trying to remember what I'm trying to remember which one had like the little outro on it. I think that was the last track. That was that was the last track where it's like the two brothers or something. Yes, like no, that. that too. I love that at the end, which is like it painted yeah. such a cool picture where he's like, um, oh, like they're not friends. Like they'll probably kill each other. Like no, they're brothers. Oh yeah, wait. Okay. Uh, ASAP Ferg was on that apparently. Apparently he's the guy. Uh, he's the guy yelling Yankee and the Brave at the end. I didn't know that. That's cool. And then, oh, and then, bro, wait, I was, I almost forgot to say this, but the saxophone outro on that song is awesome too. When like, it it gave me, um, what's the song? What's the song? Life's a bitch vibes. When like, you know, to close out the song, he's got a nice long, just like sort of driving sax solo to close it out. Bro, there's a song. I think it's either never, never look back or walking the snow where it sounds like Joji's in the background where he's like, like he's doing his like his um what is it called falsetto like yeah. throughout the song he's not in it obviously but it sounds just like him so i, I was like oh. let me look no no way i mean that'd be crazy but i don't uh, think it's never look back what was the other song you said walking in the snow walking in the snow also these like like these uh like track titles are just nuts like it's yeah. like crazy like it's crazy like creative Oh yeah, no. They, they they always have very unique like track names for a lot of their yeah. songs. Um, like because if you look at um like uh 
run the jewels too like uh, my favorite is uh close your eyes and count to fuck like <laughs> what the hell is that fire <laughs> fire uh, that's my favorite song off that album and on this oh wait I, I was i was looking at one of their other albums and i thought it said featuring joji but it was featuring joy so i was like oh joy. but no this out al- this album came out before joji actually became like joji you know okay but um okay so you want to get into rating sir yeah i mean just like overall awesome album good like just classic hardcore hip-hop you know i've i've had a i've always loved hardcore hip-hop but right now i've been listening to a lot of it which you'll see in my last fm um when we do that segment but like yeah this is a solid album i loved it pretty much no songs in this that i would skip i mean i think like i think sort of like never look back at the ground below were kind of just like kind of lower points on it but it opens really strong it closes really strong features are great mavis staples feature on pulling the pulling the pin was great too i mean like great powerful messaging especially in the times that we're in right now so uh yeah i'll probably have to give it uh i'll probably give it an eight definitely definitely in in my top albums of the year i think really yeah i mean right now i i i want to echo what you're saying but i still want to give it a seven for now i think it could, could go higher just like it's a great album for the time and you know i enjoyed the music but i don't know if i will necessarily have a lot of replay value on it um maybe when i do do a deeper dive on them i'll enjoy that album more and enjoy them more but as of right now like just because like a new artist to me it's gonna take yeah no i get that you know it's gonna make it a little harder to like give them a good rating you know and you're not the hot you're not the biggest hardcore hip-hop guy too so like i knew it wasn't i was even surprised you agreed to do it because i didn't think you were like i wasn't sure if you're not but yeah hey i mean it, it's a good album and definitely go out and listen to it if you're if you're a fan of like the hardcore hip-hop style because they're Fact. probably the one of the best groups bringing it right now and we, we've actually been when i think about it, we've reviewed plenty of hardcore hip-hop recently you got freddie gibbs benny the butcher uh west side gun we're gonna review uh conway conway's mm. album later yeah griselda but yeah griselda 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 same almost but yeah so that's uh that's our review of rtj4 definitely go out and listen to that rtj yeah so do you want to go in and uh talk about our uh our last fm stuff and then we can call it a wrap let's do it bro what's yours looking at? you want to start it off uh, now nah, you start Give me a second. I'm trying to find the app. <laughs> All right, right, then I can start because I already have it open. I I, I got it. Oh, right, go ahead. Artist. Seven days. Yeah. Boom. Boom. We got Kanye West. Why do I have Kanye West? I'm trying to think. When did I listen to Ye? Well, I listen to Ye actually a lot. Well, um, that's, this is around the time when it came out, right? It's just the vibes. Every time this around this time, I, I just I go back to the pilot. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, facts. Bro, the McDonald's parking lot in the pilot. When we did the Instagram live, and we both gave it a five. Yeah, now it's like a ten for me. Ooh, but <laughs> it's, it's like a still seven for me. Uh, number five, Tame Impala, bro. That's like one of the best. Oh yeah, it came out June first. June first, yeah. Tame Impala, great driving music. I just love that a lot. Oh yeah. Number four, Nav. I revisited Good Intentions because, not gonna lie, his um deluxe version of Good Intentions, one of the best album covers this year oh yeah it's so funny <laughs> like pixar nav. Yeah, it's like if nav is in a but the question is did they give him the, the quintessential pixar dump truck ass literally you gotta turn around um number three freddie gibbs i'm still bumping alfredo mm. it's really good i really like that number two tyler crater i revisited cherry bomb great album 
Also, I'm down to I'm down to do that review of Flower Boy. We should. I think both of us. Um, it was a good time when that came when I came out. Number one, Run the Jewels. Yeah. I've been bumping RTJ. You know. All right, for me, my artists. Uh, some actually some similar stuff in here. Uh, number mm-hmm. six, Tame Impala. I've been listening to Lonerism quite a lot. I think that will probably no, it's not in there, but um number five mac miller i keep listening to blue world and to kids his first tape because like i don't know kids for some reason is the vibe right now like i like Mm -hmm. it reminds me of when i first started getting into mac miller in like seventh grade so like i just keep going back to that back when he would like rap about smoking weed and i was like hi i'd never do that though (laughs) like haha that must be so cool i'm in seventh grade so i'm not gonna do that um never gonna do that number four tribe called quest shout out q-tip Love Q-Tip so much. I mean, I, I like the, the rest of the guys in Tribe too, but I've, I've been listening to so much Tribe recently. Um, you'll see that and reflected in the songs portion of this. But um, damn, I lo- Q-Tip is such a great rapper. I love him. Number three, yeah. Run the Jewels. Number two, and then number two and number one are my number one, my number two and my number one most listened to artists, Beach House and Frank. All right, Not albums. No, God, Jesus, wow. All right, uh, number six album, Depression Cherry, Beach House. You know, Gang. number five, ex military by Death Grips. Because it, it, I was driving somewhere and I had my map up, and this accidentally came on in my on my Apple Music because like I have a bunch of albums I've downloaded on Apple, and I was just like, I can't change it, so I'm just gonna listen through it. Forgot how much I love that album. That album's so good. Um, I need to revisit that. Be, beware, one of the best openers from for an album ever. Um, it's another Charles Manson, right? Well, yeah, but the song's great too. We should review that. Ex military. Yeah, man. That would be fun. We talked about it because you recommended it to me. I did, yeah. I, I think we should, we should definitely right. review that. I'd be down. Number four, another album with a, a, fant- a top-tier opener. Bloom, Beach House, Myth, great opener. Number three, another album with a top-tier opener. The Low End Theory by Tribe Called Quest. Excursions, fantastic mm-hmm. opener. Yep. Number two, RTJ4, another album with a good opener. And then Endless by Frank Ocean at number one. Another album with a fantastic opening song. Good theme. That's cute. Yeah, oh, Chef um, Kiss for sure. Incredible cover. Top albums, number six, Currents, Tay Impala. My favorite Tay Impala album. I need to listen to his 2020 album like more. I haven't listened to that enough. Oh, I've been going back Number to five, it. someone that's actually in the news right now, No Name, Room 25. Did you see J. Cole and her got beef? Yeah, I saw that. J- and then J. Cole drops. So like, because she called out like him and Kendrick for not being vocal during... Yeah. When the when the protests first started, and but that was that was like two weeks ago. Why did J Cole like feel the need to respond to that now? He's like, I, I don't know. He he respond he responded to it with a verse that like a lot of people are calling him out for because it was very questionable. Um, where he was just kind of just like you know like kind of going at her for like saying she was like fake woke or something like that or like or no he was he's like. I went to college, but I'm not like as smart as her. Like, and it was one of those things where he was like, basically just saying like, I need, I want, I want you to like educate me. And everyone's just like, bro, just do it yourself. Literally. But, but like, yeah, yeah, J Cole, J Cole kind of, kind of acting clowny, but yeah. Yeah. You see, four, what, you see what, uh, you see what Earl sweatshirt tweeted? He said, what do you say? He tweeted fuck J Cole and fuck Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Well, and then he claimed his, he claimed that he got hacked. And then he said, oh, yeah, but by the way, fuck J. Cole. So, like, <laughs> a lot of beef going on right now. On Kendrick's birthday, no less. Damn. Um, 
Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, hey, but Room 25 is a great album, though. Shout out, no Fire. It's underrated album. Number four, Yay by Kanye West. I've been saying that. Number three, Cherry Bomb. Revisited that. I love that so much. Another Number album with a great opener. What's up? Death, oh, Death Camp. Death Camp. Oh, and in Room 25, Mr. another album with a great opener, too. Self, great opener. Self. It's like, mm-mm. That's really good, yeah. I gotta add that to my playlist. Number two, Alfredo. Yeah. Fire. Fire. And number one, RTJ Quattro. Four. You already know. So do I do tracks or are you doing tracks? No, yeah, you track. do tracks. What? All right. One, two, three, four, five, six. All right. Man, all these are Run the Jewels, man. That's all I've been listening to. Um, oh, no, a little different. Scotty Beam. That's my favorite album. My favorite song from that album. I said Good that choice. back Probably then. my favorite, too. Yeah. And then we got... And then we got one, two, three. We got, yeah, all these are on the jewels. Um, a few words for the firing squad, the, the closing track. Great song. Um, that's Great number name. five. Yeah, right. Number four, thought about killing you. Yay, love that. God. Number three, the ground below. I think that's the song with that. I think Joji Zombie's not on, but like it sounds like him. Yeah. Um, number two, ooh la la, RTJ. And number one, just by Pharrell. I think Pharrell. I had to listen to more than NERD. But like I love mm. his like his I vocals mean, for, are really good. Pharrell's incredible. Unbelievable. There's no there's no Brockhampton or Tyler without Pharrell. I mean, shout out Pharrell. Bro, oh, there's no happy song without Pharrell. Bro, shout out Pharrell. All right. My tracks tied for uh sixth place is uh Mona Lisa Bonet by Latrell James and Slide by Calvin Harris featuring Franco Shin Amigos. Both great vibe songs. Definitely listen to that. Yeah. Um the Hours, Beach House, number five. Fantastic, underrated song from uh, Bloom. Uh, Excursions, the opening track from Low End Theory. Fucking awesome song. Just great production. Great. I mean, they when they said Low End Theory, they meant it. Like, the bass on that album is unbelievable. Mm. My Probably my favorite song from Circles now, Blue World, number three. I mean, the good news, good news is probably still my favorite, but Blue World is such a great song. Um, yeah. Two, Sparks Beach House, been on my, uh, what's it called? My fucking shoegaze shit. And then number nine, hmm. here we go, yo, here we go, yo. So what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the, the, scenario? the scenario? Love that song, dude. I love that album and I just Fire. love that song. Dude, Buster Rhymes in that song. Unbelievable. I feel like I have to listen to more Buster Rhymes because he's great. Um, but yeah. yeah, so that's that's our last FM segment. And that's going to do it for this episode. Which we hopefully, we, we can't see how long it is when we're recording on Zoom, but hopefully this episode was shorter than, we're trying to keep them a little bit shorter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so hopefully that was shorter. Um, well, we're not sure what album we're going to talk about next week. It's either going to be a 2020 like retrospective review yeah. or a classic review, or maybe it'll be a 2K episode. Who knows? Um, maybe like just like what we're watching, our watch list. Pr- probably won't be a 2K episode. But um, yeah, so we'll catch you guys next week. It, it will come out on a Wednesday. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll be able to we'll be back on our normal schedule. Um, and yeah, so follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Seam Sketchy Pod. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KBray63. Garo. Follow your boy Garo Baz and follow Baz Studios. Don't forget to don't forget to get your Baz summer calligraphy collection. It's going hot. Done out. Summer there are not many the items are limited and they are flying off the shelves. Bless. Um yeah. And if you're if you're out there in the streets fighting injustice, stay safe, get tested for COVID. Stay you know, yes. the, uh, keep keep donating, keep signing petitions. That shit's not over yet. Uh, remember, check out our uh, the links in our bios and 
uh, to if you guys want to, um, maybe we should add something to our Seems Sketchy link tree. We should do that, yeah. That'd be a good idea, yeah. So, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so click on those links if you want to keep supporting the movement. Um, and yeah, that's going to do it. We'll catch you guys next week. We'll see you.